0: Welcome to the Jenny Carlson Show. It will be Michigan and Washington in the National Championship game Monday night. This is a game neither program has been in for many years, but almost no one knows what it's like to play for a national title any better than Bob Stoops. The legendary OU coach led the Sooners to the title game four times, so he knows what the Wolverines and Huskies are soon to face. We'll talk with him about the National Championship game, the matchup between these teams, and much more. But first, I want to say a word of thanks to these sponsors for supporting The Jenny Carlson Show. Oklahoma Ford Dealers, Two Fellas Movers, MidFirst Bank, the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, FireLakeJobs.com, NextGen Roofing, 988 Oklahoma's Mental Health Lifeline. Remember, drive into your best in Oklahoma Ford dealers today for the best deals on Ford's full lineup of trucks and SUVs. Ford is the best in Oklahoma. And hey, if you're thinking about moving, let's face it, a box of pizza and a case of beer just don't work like they used to. Nobody wants to help you move. But we know two fellas that love moving. At Two Fellas Moving Company, we offer free, no-strings-quotes for your move. With over 20 years experience, we've pretty much moved it all. Our services don't end up moving either. Need to do some remodeling or spring cleaning? We have you covered with dumpster rentals and junk haul services. Remember, quotes are free and there are no strings attached. If you're moving in Oklahoma, make sure to call the fellas. Visit twofellas.com for your free quote today. Is it weird not to be on uh, the other side of the the mic asking the questions today? It's kind of become that.
1: I don't don't know if I'm doing a good job or not. I don't know. I don't understand how to follow it all. But it's been (laughs) fun talking to friends and, you know, some people that maybe people don't get to hear from a lot. So uh, yeah, but I I still got something to offer as a, as a guest.
0: Yeah, definitely. And as we look forward to this national championship game, this is definitely in your wheelhouse. All those years you took the Sooners to the national championship game. Um, I know coaches say all the time, try to keep things normal, but this is obviously, if you get to this game, you know, these are the supposedly some of the best opponents you'll face all year, probably the toughest opponent you'll face all year. Do you take it different as a coach or do you try even harder to keep it as consistent as possible?
1: Well, you you have to be consistent. That's, That's what your players, your staff is comfortable with. You get a routine, you follow that routine. It's worked for you all year. Both these teams are undefeated following that routine. You'd really, you know, really hate yourself if you broke the routine and then came out and didn't play your best game. So, Yeah, everybody, you know, coaches, players, everybody wants a structure, wants the routine. Like even when you get there, it may be a Thursday when you get to the site, but it's a Monday practice because everyone knows what my Monday, my Tuesday, my Wednesday, our preparation is like. And that's what we used to tell them. All right, guys, we know it's Thursday, but this is our Monday practice and everyone gets locked in. They know what we're doing. And then and then you follow that script through the year now. Some things that you can't keep consistent, the attention, all the media coverage that you're required to do, the bowl functions, whatever it may be. And you just tell your guys, look, this is part of it. Compartmentalize it. We got to do this. Be a good sport about it. But when we're in our off time, when we're in our meetings, invest in the meetings, invest on the field and and then you'll be prepared to play.
0: Yeah. What was, what was it like in the games, Bob? I mean, four times you guys in the BCS era play for a title. Does it feel different? I mean, those years that you're playing for a national championship, you've obviously played in some very high stakes games where lots of people are watching big crowds, the energy. Did that game, did that national championship game, does it feel different even just being in the middle of all that?
1: You know, once your, once the ball snapped, the whistle blows and here we go. It's, you know, you're, you're, you're doing what you always do, and uh, again, the, the parts leading up to it, you can't help. They're different. they you know the half times are longer. You're off the field pregame a lot longer than you usually are. But you prepare your team. You tell them that so they can anticipate. To me, I'm big on anticipate these these different situations. If you anticipate them, know how you're going to handle them, and then and then. But once we're on the field, playing, that part doesn't change. And coaching the same way you, you know, to me, it was always coach like you do be aggressive. I don't think you win anything being passive or or not being aggressive. So I, I, we always talked about being aggressive and uh, whether it's play calling or the way you play.
0: Well, let's talk about this matchup because I think it's a heck of a matchup. Michigan, Washington, they survived a couple of fantastic semifinals. As you were watching those games, what what stood out to you about these two teams, about the Wolverines and the Huskies and those wins over Bama and Texas?
1: You know, initially people asked me, my buddies, what do you, Alabama? Initially, because it's hard to pick against Nick Saban or Alabama. I, I said Alabama, right? Well, one series into the game, I go, I asked them. I go, can I change my pick? I said, and this is after Michigan just threw the interception. After I watched them, I just thought how physical they are and how well coached they are. But I said, Michigan's going to win this game. And and hmm. so I, I kind of went back on what I initially thought after just seeing them the one series. I said, man, they tied it up It's 7-7. I said, these guys are, are the real deal. And, uh, and I, I just, I don't know Coach Harbaugh's coordinators, you know, but they're, well, I do. Sh- Sharon Moore is played for me, but I, defensively, yeah. I think he, they're magnificent as well. But Sharon has done an incredible job offensively. They're play calling, run pass, just, just excellent. And then, uh, Washington, Coach DeBoer and his crew been awesome. I mean, um, when I saw him beat Oregon the first time, I was a believer. I said, "Wow, these guys are really good." Uh, Penix, the way he throws the ball, but they—they're great play design. Um, when the the second time he plays Oregon and beats him again, but on the fourth and two, backed up in his own territory, he runs uh, reverse. But you know, and when he explained it after the game, I got I thought this guy's really got it because he said, "Look, this is our best player, and even if somebody's out there for him." They're one on one with all that space. He's going to get two yards, and I thought, you know what? That's he's he's exactly right. And he got more than two yards. He he got yeah. like twenty five, thirty yards. And uh, you know, but I I love the 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 aggressiveness uh, to go for it on fourth and two. And you know, back, and he he made it. Harbaugh went with, for it with three and a half minutes to go. Michigan, yeah. you know, for uh, fourth and two. Is, he put it all on the line with three and a half minutes and three timeouts. But when he did it, I thought, I love it. I, I go, I, I really believe this is where you get a win or lose it. And he, 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 of course, made it and won it.
0: Yeah, those are those are moments in championship seasons that people will talk about for yeah. a very long time. And, and
1: again, it gets back to being aggressive in the moment, as opposed to, oh, let's be conservative here, pun it. We got three timeouts. Let's, you know, and no one, you know, a lot of people would have bought that. But the aggressive thing is to do is we're going to get two yards and keep this going.
0: So let's talk about these quarterbacks for a second. You mentioned Michael Penix a second ago, J.J. McCarthy for the Wolverines. You as a defensive guy, break down what challenges these two will present to any defense out there.
1: Yeah, to me, the, the beauty of Michigan is their balance. Um, you know, they, they run the ball so well. And, uh, you know, and then, and, but then they've got some guys that, that, you know, JJ McCarthy will put it on back shoulders. They got guys that come up with plays in the passing game. And what I love about them, they don't care which they are. Like, they're never going to have to throw it v- too much. They have a great mix. And again, Sharon Moore and calling the plays got a great feel for that. To me, that's what makes them so difficult is their balance, uh, the great quorum, the great running back. And then they've got good skill, and J.J. McCarthy can make those throws. So, And, he, and, and he's got some feet to, to get out of trouble. And, you know, if you're man-to-man and everybody runs downfield, he can pick up 10, 15 yards pulling the ball down. And then Penix, uh, to me, what makes them so dangerous is their receivers. Washington's receivers, and I, I can't tell you all their names, but there are three of them that are fantastic and, and uh, really good, and he finds all of them. And they got a great mix in play designs uh that uh, coach de and his his group they they do a great job um you know in how their play designs and you know and they're they're hard to stop and Penix is so accurate again to go with those receivers that makes it really tough to deal with
0: you know penix i i know he plays a little different style, but he when with his knee injuries. His story reminds me a lot of your guy, Jason White. Yeah. I mean, this guy has fought through a ton to be out there doing what he's doing. I think
1: we're right. Didn't he have three ACLs? Jason had two. Is it
0: three? Okay, I, wow. I, I
1: think I, – I I don't – I could be wrong. I thought he did each knee and then did another one a second – I ought to know that a second time. But either way, to come back from two or three ACLs and to be the player is – you're right, reminds you a lot of Jason White how accurate – you know, how, how successful throwing the football and, uh, you know, Jason was, was slinging it everywhere. I mean, uh, but this, that's what Penix is doing. So he's definitely overcome those, uh, knee surgeries and, you know, and that's the beauty too of today's medicine. These doctors, orthopedic doctors that can, that, that they're so refined anymore, you know, at the, you know, at the way they mend and, and the way they repair these ligaments and then the rehabs after him. So, um, I'm, I love it when you, you see a story like, you know, Penix and what he's doing.
0: Hey, another great story, you've mentioned Sharon Moore a couple of times, uh, coordinating Michigan's offense, calling the plays. He stood in for Harbaugh a couple of times as acting head coach this last season. He was recruited when Kevin Wilson was your offensive coordinator, leading the offensive line. But what do you remember about Sharon? He comes from the junior college, spends a couple of years there. Norman, what, what, stood, what stood out about, about him to you when you were coaching him?
1: Yeah, just, just what you're seeing now, just a really bright, sharp guy. Uh, that understood everything we were doing with, you know, with coach Wilson, a really good team guy was a really good guy to be around. And, uh, you know, so just all those positive qualities that make a good coach and, uh, you know, you know, we're just, everything about him was, was always positive. And luckily, you know, once he got into the coaching world, uh, GA, and then started moving, he kept in touch with me and, uh, so we will text back and forth. So I'm just really happy for him. And this is going to lead to, to a head coaching job at some point. And he's more than earned that. And, uh, you know, and then I was with Fox the one year, you know, going to games and I was able to bump into him a couple of times, uh, on the field ahead of games at the Wisconsin game. And, and at the, uh, big 10 championship game against Iowa, I was able to bump into him, say hello and congratulate him. He always gives me a big hug. So, uh, just happy for him what a what a great career he's got going
0: you know thinking about him as a past player getting into coaching it sort of makes me think about guys like DeMarco Murray Joe John Finley Seth Luttrell obviously that's not a complete list of former guys coaching but it has to be interesting to you to think about those former players now sitting in the offices that like I don't know Kevin or Chuck Long or Mark Mangino or some of those guys yeah. sat in I mean that's that's got to be a little bit wild for you
1: it what it tells you how old I'm getting but 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 I also, I love it to, to go up in the office or walk out on the field after a game, before a game and to run into my current player, former players and, uh, wish them luck, give them a hug. And, uh, you know, we were all of those guys, you know, it's one thing about being at OU, we're all close. Um, you know, it's a close knit family and and everything that we do. And that goes all the way back to 99. And, uh, you know, Seth Latrell was on my 99 team. So, and a captain, and and help get it all started. So, all of those guys, I love seeing them have success. I love walking in the office and seeing former, you know, Sooners that are now coaching how invested they are, and and I'm excited about what uh, what Seth and Joe John are going to bring. I they've got a a great deal of experience, and uh, and I really believe they're going to they're going to just continue to build with Coach Venables.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, let's get back to the national championship matchup for one. One other thing I wanted to ask you about. That's the defenses, because I don't know about anybody else, but I thought that Michigan defensive performance against Alabama might have gone a little underappreciated. I thought the Wolverines were tough, 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 tough size up their defense, Bob. Yeah,
1: to me, if there's an advantage, you know, both ways or in all things, I I think Michigan's defense is, is the main advantage. I, I think they're incredible. Up front, how much pressure they got uh, on Milrow, on, on Alabama's quarterback, um, you know, really strong against the run, uh, you know, all of it, uh, coverage, really strong. So they're, they've, they've got talent. They're smart at what they do. Um, you know, so I, if I give an edge anywhere, it's, it's that, I think Michigan's defense is, in my opinion, what will win the game.
0: Yeah, and you know, I know Washington. I know in the Pac-12 this year, a lot of people didn't think there was great defense being played. And I don't think Washington's known for having a great defense, but I do know that Steve Sarkeesian and that Texas offense can make yeah. head spin on defense. And Washington did what they needed to do. What makes them effective, and maybe you know, maybe we'll see play out against that that uh, Michigan offense. No,
1: that's a really fair point, uh, Coach Sarkeesian, Texas offensively very innovative, very very smart at what they do. And really it, it doesn't go down to a nail biting play at the end if if the one player isn't injured, the running back gets injured and basically has a timeout with forty five seconds, they're gonna they're gonna burn the clock and it isn't quite as dramatic. Um but but also that defense beat Oregon twice. You yeah. know, so uh it wasn't all offense that beat Oregon. So point being and 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 in the first game, you know, uh it, the head coach put Oregon in some tough spots, uh, you know, by going for two and different, you know, different fourth downs, those kind of things. And Washington came up with plays when they had to. So, um, yeah, so, but I, I still don't think they're as strong as the Michigan defense, but there's something about a team. They haven't been in this position in the playoffs. And I used to say, oh, Michigan got the experience and whatever. And they do you know, in these games the last three years. But there's something about a team like the OU team in 2000 that comes out of nowhere that just has this feeling they can't be beat. And and you come up with these plays when you have that feeling that, that win games. So to me, that's the one, you know, one thing about this game that everybody, if you're a better out there, you better look out for is, I get it, Michigan's undefeated too, but and has something to prove. But when you get a Washington team that just come, you know, has come from from you know beginning of the year, not nowhere, they they got a feeling that they can't be beaten. That's kind of how we were in two thousand.
0: Okay, two minutes ago, I would have said I knew the answer to this last question I'm going to ask you, and that's who's going to win on Monday night. But now I'm not so sure who's going to win on Monday night. Yeah, I'm
1: going to go with. uh, Listen, I I great admiration for Coach DeBoer and, and Washington and what he's done. I know Jim a little bit, uh, a a good bit, actually. We bumped into each other a lot through the years and love what he's done. I feel like he's built it to this, that he's he's due to win it. And I think the defense is what ends up being the factor in the game that, that, that wins it for him.
0: Well, I know I'll be watching. I know you'll be watching. I think it's going to be a great championship game. But breaking it down with you, Bob, this has been awesome. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it a ton.
1: All right, Jenny, great to be with you. And go sell out crowd.
0: <laughs> Thanks to all of you for joining us here. And if this was your first time hearing or watching the Jenny Carlson Show, you joined us on a great day. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app and download our new sellout crowd app for your iPhone or Android. Thanks again for being here, and we'll see you next time.